Welcome one and all to another episode of Fresh New Hell, common people discussing today's pop culture media. My name is Frost with my co-host Mary, and in this one we are discussing the pilot for the HBO Max series Winning Time, The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I know. It's like <laughs> it's one of those titles, it's just like I get it, but it's so it's a I lot. always forget. It's, people are probably just going to call it the Lakers show, right? I mean, it's like yeah. winning. Is so anyway, um, created by I believe it's Adam McKay, who's done you know Don't Look Up. He's done a whole bunch of stuff. I should actually make sure that's correct, but I believe that's. Um, but it is HBO Max. It is HBO Max, and um, I think it's Adam McKay. I could have it wrong, but uh, in any event, yeah. What do you think of uh, Winning Time? The Rise of the Lakers dynasty i really liked it it's really uh it's very retro it's very interesting the way it's filmed it's very different yeah it's kind of i don't know it's It's, hard to describe really yeah it's kind of like it's oversaturated it looks like i mean it kind of starts well it starts in 91 kind of with the whole aids thing um they don't go into detail it kind of gives you like a snapshot of after the fact which everybody knows magic johnson no big deal per se. Um, and then it goes back to like 1979 with the, um, the NBA draft where he is, uh, it's him and Larry Bird, but Larry Bird, I guess had already committed to go to the Celtics. So, yeah. um, and he was like, you know, clearly the other top pick, probably right. the number one pick. So well, they were in the playoffs the, that year. They, they were, they were in the college playoffs mm-hmm. and, and, um, yeah, it was, uh, Michigan, it was Michigan state, I believe. Yeah. He, uh, um, Magic Johnson beat Larry Bird yes. in the finals. So that was a big, big deal. But of course then, but technically Larry Bird kind of went first. Yeah. And of course, like the show kind of obviously makes it kind of a, a racial thing. Like, hey, you know, like. Well, to be fair, know. it probably was a racial thing. Like At that point in time, they, for they, sure. They do yeah. address it kind of. They, yeah, they do it they do in a, in, a, in, a, in a playful way. Yeah. You know, like I said, in, in, in the look of the show is is very specific. It's It's like, like I said, it's very grainy. It's very like it oversaturated. Looks like it was filmed in the seventies, exactly. Yeah. That's why that's why I brought it up. Super and it's cool. you know it's got um, like burn marks in it. I mean it's yeah. and, and there's definitely like a whole bunch of like supers of different things, meaning like you know just injected pieces, B roll stuff of like you know kids playing basketball or water dripping from a pipe or sort yeah. of tonally setting up the sequence in hand. And obviously this one it it kind of. Um, Obviously, as you can imagine from the first episode, it kind of goes linearly of what happens and, you know, the... Well, it starts with the draft and then the owner is actually buying the Lakers at the same time. Right. Yeah. So there's a character, a real life guy, Jack Cook, who owns the Lakers, who's trying to sell it to Dr. Jerry Buss, um, who does eventually does buy it. But there's a whole bunch of drama there because Jerry Buss is like a real estate investor and... It's kind of schmoozy schmoozers and like yeah, he doesn't oh, really have the money. Like no, yeah. He's making he, this happen. Fa- faking yeah. it until you make it pretty much. You know, yeah. So, I mean, and again, it's not like he's poor. He owns buildings. He's got a... Sure. You know, he's been a successful businessman. Not liquid though. No, no. It's all tied up in other stuff. Like, and ex-wives. Yeah. 30, <laughs> yeah. Almost 34 million of it is wrapped up in assets. It's just crazy. Like buildings, like the Chrysler buildings mentioned that well, he owns. Well, that's 70s millions too. That's a different number. That's a lot. Oh, at that point in time, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I I haven't really done the research on him, but uh, but yeah, I mean, he was he was you know a smart guy. I mean, yeah. he wasn't technically a medical doctor; he was a doctor of like chemistry physical or chemistry. Right? Yeah, and he mentions that he used to like make bombs for the government or missiles or something Some crazy like that job. or something crazy. But but yeah, so it's sort of like two different storylines 
starting it, which is the sale of the Lakers, which is pending at the first episode, mm-hmm. as well as um, the draft itself in the sense that um, Jerry West was the head coach at that point in time, and he was really against Magic Johnson, uh, or at least in this fictionalized version of the show. Right, and know. there is some dispute as to how much of this is fictionalized, correct? Like it's right. A- well, it has a disclaimer in the beginning and say that it's a fictional story and that, that you know names have been changed or things have been kind haven't. of adjusted. <laughs> yeah, and, and I saw just a headline recently talking about, it was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Jerry West talking about how it's total fiction. Who knows? I mean, again, and they're not, and Jerry West is painted as being not favorable. a very hot-headed guy. Yeah. Just, just a, I mean, for a jerk for the, for lack of better better for, words. So I mean, far, like in the first episode, yeah, I mean, great. And not, and not, and totally undeniable that he, you know, obviously had a huge influence in the game. The NBA logo is him. Which is hilarious. Which is, yeah. yeah. So it's, and he's definitely, uh, certainly a, a player that has a ton of acc- accolades. You look up yeah. his Wikipedia, is like, it goes on. Doesn't mean he's nice so, on the daily though. No, no, no. Yeah. But yeah, he's, he, he is the coach and he's again, very, very against it. He's, very pro Norm Nixon at the time when Norm Nixon was the, the, the point guard at that point mm-hmm. in time. And then, um, they obviously, as, as we all know, you know, magic does get drafted, but there was a whole bunch of back and forth because it was more about, you know, his family. He came from Michigan. Mm-hmm. Looks like he comes from really humble roots. His dad is, you know, a, a garbage man as well as works on a, you know, Chrysler line, you know, very, you know, hardworking people. And, you know, so they don't, but they don't come from money. No. And, you know, um, going out to California is a total, Different experience from the Midwest, you know, I mean, the, the, they, they talk about it a lot, you know, the Playboy Club is, you know, a big deal. Um, It opens with Jerry Buss and, you know, waking up in the mansion. Yeah. Yeah. In in a bed in the mansion talking about that. You know, it's so funny though, because people, you know, people are smoking in the office, people are drinking in the office. It shows one of the the executives uh, who's a female who runs like the, she's like, I think like the GM of the the forum technically. Um, Oh, they tell her to take her hair down and button her shirt. And oh, yeah. That boy a drink. But you see, you see her <laughs> kind of introduces her and you see her like rolling in like a liquor cart. Yeah, I mean, it's like hilarious. A stewardess, yeah, yeah it, it's so funny. And, you know, it's, you know, and the times were totally different. And, you know, though? and it was very much like, you know, women, yeah, your, your yeah, opinions matter job. when when we need them. And otherwise we yeah. don't, you know, you're just there for us to look at. We don't really care. Pretty much. You know, but um, but yeah, I mean, it's like I said, it's got a very distinct style to it. Um, there's definitely breaking of the fourth wall. They talk to camera a good time, amount yeah. in the first episode. And I have seen future episodes and I don't think they do it as much. And I could be it's wrong because up. maybe mm-hmm. I'm just so used to it now. But there's definitely a lot of, um, you know, they give you the kind of the interior monologues verbally yeah. to you uh, so you know what's going on. Well, and, there's a lot of know. pop-up graphics where they tell you their name, like what oh, their right. story is. Like, and a lot of them are jokey. Oh, you know? they're hilarious, yeah. You know, they're they're like, you know, talking about Jerry West, how, you know, he's... Never happy. Yeah, <laughs> n- n- never, ever been happy. Yeah, and like, exactly. you know, n- nice on the outside. If you really know him, you know he's a jerk. Right. You know, that type yeah, of stuff. Funny. Um, and, but and, I love all the yeah. clips of it, and the detail is fantastic. Like when they're driving down the street and the billboard is like Telly Savalas's liquor ad. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Whoever did awesome. the set dressing and the production, um, they, they really did well. I mean, yeah, the forum. Sure. I mean, and I, I lived in LA when that was going on. Yeah. So, cause we moved to LA in the, um, in the early, well, 74 mm-hmm. technically. No, it was after that. I think it was like 75. Doesn't matter. But, but, um, like but that, yeah. yeah, it did. I mean, I remember in Inglewood, 
is not a great part of town and it probably still isn't per se. And obviously they have the Staples yeah. Center in downtown. But but I remember going there because we used to live in Redondo Beach. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm very well versed in that. And actually, I mean, Mary knows this. I actually, yeah. as a child, when I was 10, I actually did a commercial with Magic Johnson. Hilarious. <laughs> I can't wait to see if it's in the show and like some back clip. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Yeah, it was really funny. It was uh, it was a seven up commercial with Magic Johnson. And and of course, I knew who he was, even yeah. though I was a kid. I and mean, I wasn't a huge basketball kid. I was more of a soccer kid. But um, met him, you know, signed autographs. He's super nice. Course, I mean, yeah. and, and it was a big production shot on the, the Disney back lots and stuff. So it was a whole bunch of screaming yeah. kids running around and causing a muck. What a great and, day, though. Oh, it was great. Yeah. Super I mean, fun. we had school and stuff in the yeah. morning and a little makeshift classroom and the rest of the day we're filming and just running around like, like uh, yeah. So, but, uh, but anyway, um, so very, very familiar with the Lakers culture yeah, and, yeah, and particularly with, uh, with the rise of this because then it became such a big thing. The Lakers and, and Celtics rivalry was really, I think it was born before that, but it really became a, you know, a big deal in the, in the early eighties, like the whole showtime era with Kareem, obviously and magic and Norm Nixon and Jamal Wilkes and Michael Cooper. I mean, all players that, having lived there and watching the games was Mm -hmm. very, very familiar with. So what's interesting too, is they talk about how they feel like the league is almost on its way out. Like he comes in and scoops Mm -hmm. up this losing sad team with low numbers and no attendance. And like, yeah, it's hard to imagine like the NBA struggling. Right. Well, at the time, at the time, I mean, they they kind of, again, this is, this is the program and Mm -hmm. this is the time period too. talking about how, you know, the, the, uh, the racial divide. Yeah. yeah, That it had kind of an identity issue that Mm -hmm. it was kind of like, you know, for lack of better words, and I don't even think they use these words, but it was like too black. No, they <laughs> it's do. Kinda, they, I think they said they, it in the they very kind, first they kind of yeah. they kind of tell you that, and and it is interesting. But it's like you know, and and Jerry Buss is really he couldn't care less. He's like, I don't care. You just he makes see a, basketball. He makes a statement about you don't care if they're polka dot or black or white or yeah. if they have a, if they have two eyes and a heartbeat. They're a human being. Yeah. I really couldn't care less. You just you know? see so ball. good ball game. You know, and there's a there's a point in the um, in the pilot where magic you know is a little unsure of of if he should do it you know he asked for like six hundred thousand dollars well he has that moment of, at the party they take him to like the full-on la yeah mansion which is party. at donald sterling's house it's, it's a, it's a white party so yeah. it's really funny so he gets oh, there he has and that the, moment at the door yeah, yeah. The, the host is like oh this is it's a white party and he's like what <laughs> and he's like no you have to wear white he's like, oh this must be a california thing and they right. give him a, they give him a white blazer to put on so but he has a little one-on-one there and gets showed up and so he feels a little like dejected by it maybe i should go back to school he, he does and he and, he and it's norm nixon and norm Nixon tells him like maybe yeah, you should go back, go back school, to and, yeah. and of course he's worried about losing his his job his right. position and Magic is not a typical point guard point guards are usually shorter and speedier mm-hmm. and he's tall and he's not slow but he's not and he's not a great scorer or at least at that point in time he wasn't so um, so Norm Nixon was definitely trying to get into his head and basically he say like you know maybe you should go back to school maybe you're not ready for this league blah right. blah blah yeah. and um, and that does become a point not throughout the whole episode towards the end but mm-hmm. he does consider it and. Uh, and you know, Doctor Bus, you know, kind of pulls a fast one on him, like, but he didn't see it coming because he kind no, of he walked right. He's got him it. in the back office, and he tells him, like, so you're going back to school? Is there anything I can do to change your mind? No, no, no. All right, let me walk you out. And he's walking him out of the building, and then he kind of feigns Pretends to get lost. Pre- yeah, like, oh man, I don't know where I'm going, and which could be legit too, because he just right bought the, the building, and it's room. a yeah. yeah. So he kind of lets him kind of uh, leaves him on his own. He said, let me go get let me go get a map. I'll come back, and then. Magic wanders through the uh, dressing room, finds his jersey that they a mock jersey they made for him, uh, his own um, his, his locker. Uh, locker. Set up, yeah. His locker set up. Uh, he walks out onto the floor by himself. 
you know, it's a rack of balls there. So he's, you know, picks one up, starts dribbling in the court. Yeah, you know, it's amazing. Whole, you can uh, tell like he's really having a, a broadcasting yeah. head. Yeah. So and it's great because you see like Bus and then Jeannie Bus, who is who's his daughter, who I believe still runs the organization. Okay. She she's like a USC graduate or still in school at this point when the show starts or the, the series starts. And but she works there. She's mm-hmm. like an intern. And then there's Gabby Hoffman, who's plays Claire Rothman, who's like the like I said, the GM of the center for, right? of the forum, because yeah. they were saying that she was the first one to bring a rock and roll band to a sports arena. Well, and that becomes, you know, not to jump ahead, but that becomes an issue because, you know, Dr. Bus, you know, has the has the team, but really wants to win a championship, but really needs to make money. Mm-hmm. So he starts asking, you know, Claire Rothman to innovate. And, yeah do more of that stuff. Jeannie starts contributing things you find out. And it, it's really interesting because it's like the beginning of all that stuff. Well, you like get the, the Laker big, girls out of that probably. Well, yeah, they talk about, there's an episode that touches on that mm-hmm. because they're, you know, and there's a nightclub inside the forum and I forget what it's called, but. I don't That's know. hilarious. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's very, you know, he wants to make it, you know, an experience mm-hmm. kind of like an amusement park yeah. um, versus just, you know, straight up games and you know, sport only. He wants yeah. to make it more of a family thing where you can have dinner and nightclub and see pretty girls and enjoy a game. And I mean, it was really, uh, I mean, I don't know if he was the first one to do it, but it was definitely interesting. And at the t- that point in time, uh, it probably was more innovative than, you know, than oh, other people. But I again, I could be wrong. the beginning of when that started happening. That whole thing yeah. where it became more, and now it's, you know, certainly family friendly, but there was also time in the last 10 years with the NBA where it was all thugs and tattoos yeah. and people getting arrested and drunk driving. And I mean, all it this gets wild where, for sure yeah. with sports, but I think that idea of setting up the arena that way is probably when it first started. Yeah, that yeah. type of stuff, mm-hmm. you know, having rock acts, having other like ice capades, yeah. those types of things when the team is away to still maximize the space and make money from it. Do so they still have ice capades. I'm not gonna lie, I really loved ice capades. When I, I never went. I never went to ice capades. <laughs> oh my gosh, they're uh, awesome. Is it? Is yeah, it? Yeah, it really I mean, is. but but it's that type of yeah, stuff, yeah, you sure. know. I mean, I don't know, but the circus is not. I think the circus. Well, maybe. No, I think maybe. the circus. Hits yeah, circuses too, yeah. were in there. Obviously, like I said, concerts for sure were in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but you see them talking about different concepts what can we do when the team's away and then obviously it complicates things if the team gets in the playoffs or something then you have to make adjustments but that's stuff that they're willing to uh to deal with as it it sure rolls out and and bus basically says we 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 need to make money like oh for sure yeah like now and we need a championship because we need to solidify a fan base and get Mm -hmm. all our season tickets in and he was even the person who um, in a future episode, uh, you know, has all the celebrities like Jack Nicholson. Yeah. He kind of offers all these he comps people them tickets probably to get them seen to get yeah. and have them. Um, also, I don't know if he was the first one or his organization, but started having seats on the floor. Mm-hmm. I don't think that was as common then at that no, point in I time. Can't imagine. So again, having Jack Nicholson and other celebrities right there where the cameras are I pointing. Love Jack Nicholson. I'm not going to lie. He's one of my favorites. Yeah. I mean, we, we, yeah. <laughs> How can you uh, not? Abs- absolutely. So, um, so anyway, so like I said, he was definitely, uh, that's an interesting, an, an, an innovator, Lakers, though, you know, I, bet that's, I was going to say that's an interesting component for the Lakers. Cause I bet that celebrity probably made a bigger deal than you realize. Oh, for sure. You know, well, then it became a thing. It became a thing. Like mm-hmm. it's a it's a prestige thing. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm I'm sitting lakeside with the you know or lakeside courtside uh, court with, with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal. Yeah. So it became and it still is a thing. You know, nowadays you oh, always sure. see celebrities. You know, you pan around any NBA game. There's usually somebody somebody working around, floor, or somebody yeah. sitting on the floor. But he made it like cool, like mm-hmm. something that you wanted to aspire to do. So 
That's um, awesome. So smart, like yeah. I said, he was definitely a businessman. I mean, I wouldn't say he's like a PT Barnum type of guy, but he's but he's very funny because he's yeah. like you know short money, and he's he tells you to camera like, hey, I've got winging you know, a prayer here, kids. Like, yeah, I yeah. literally don't have all the money, yeah. but I'm gonna have all the money, or I hope I have the money, and yeah. you know, and even Jack Cook, the previous owner, was kind of playing games. You find out that he is um, in the midst of a of a really horrible, nasty divorce, so he's kind of like, yeah. They wrote an article about that, didn't they? Right, they had the worst divorce ever. Yeah, saying that he was like abusive, and and you know, and he's but he's like you know. You get the impression again. I don't. I haven't done the research. They they paint him as sort of like an old money type of guy. Mm-hmm. He's got swans and a pond yes. in his house. I mean, his you know the wood, Fancy the wood food. office, the whole mm-hmm. thing. You know, steaks every day. Probably has gout. You know, he's yeah. like that guy. Yeah, exactly. And um, and of course, with those types of personalities, you have big egos too. Mm-hmm. So at one point, he's kind of like you know. And Jerry Buss is very, you know, he's the guy that has his you know his shirt unbuttoned to his navel, oh, gosh, chest yeah, hair. You know, it's and it's John teams, C. Yeah. Riley who's oh, who's great. Amazing. And it's so yeah. funny because. He really does look like him. I mean, it's a really good. He's very Boogie I mean, Nights in this too. You know, he's it's, very it's much great. Him. It's great. I mean, I hope he gets some type of you know Emmy nod or something off the series or something because yeah. uh, he's he's really good in this and he's very funny and he's uh, you know he's one of those guys is just kind of like you say like you said a wing yeah. and a prayer like I'm just I'm making it up as I go along yeah. and I hope it all works out. But it does seem so. to. Yeah, so far. I mean, there's definitely there's definitely setbacks. I mean, Jerry West is Jerry West is, you know, very unhappy. Um, They do end up um, drafting a Magic Johnson, obviously, Mm -hmm. but he's you know pissed off. And what actually happens in a future episode, he actually quits. So and then they have to find another coach, yeah. but that's something else. But um, and I haven't watched all of it, but um, but it, it's good. I mean, it's HBO Max. It was HBO really quick. Max Are they forty five minutes? It didn't um, seem too long. Yeah, that one was forty eight, yeah. I think. But they're all like just under an hour. Ish. So yeah, yeah. but this one was really good because it kind of set everything up, you know. But it and wasn't also, slow. It was a good clip. Yeah, you meet Irvin Johnson Sr., his father, who's very practical, mm-hmm. like I said, hardworking guy. You meet his his on on again, off again girlfriend, Cookie who ends up becoming his wife, I believe. I don't know if they're still married, but I believe they were married at one point, but she's still in school. And She know, breaks up with him. She tells him She to does, go. and she yeah. basically tells him, like, you know, you're going to be in California, you know, I'll root, I'll root for you, but yeah. I'm not bowing down. And, right. And he's, he's like, really, you know, he's, he's like, like really, like, yeah. what, you know, I'm, I'm you, you really, you know, and he's, yeah. and if, you know, he's not totally feeling himself at the beginning. He kind of playfully does. Yeah. But, you know, as it, as it goes on, I think he sort of continues to have oh, that gonna get affable worse, yeah. thing. But, but yeah, he's definitely, you know, at one point he's in a nightclub with Dr. Bus and he's like, holy cow, is that Diana Ross? He's yeah. like, yeah, he's like in that, you know, and Miss Joy from mm-hmm. Playboy is next to her. And then, you know, oh my God, those are, you know, people, you know, the famous ladies, people. the ladies love magic, but these people are famous. These people are stars. Yeah. And he's like, let me, let me, uh, you know, clue you into something. You're, you're a star as well. hundred so, percent. Yeah. And, uh, and but that's and probably when yeah. that first started too. Like yeah, that's we're, kind of the kickoff where the sports people were. No, for sure. Because it goes into, you know, endorsement deals mm-hmm. and, you know, again, back in that time period, I mean, they were, they were really there, but yet. it wasn't. Yeah. And it's funny in a future episode, he meets Phil Knight, who is the you know founder of Nike. Mm-hmm. And who's like at this point in time, like a nobody, yeah. you know, and he's kind of peddling and he, he makes a shoe for him and mm-hmm. gives it to him and said, hey, this is my calling card. You know, we can do big things together. You know, I'm the yeah. little guy, but you know, we're going to be a big thing. And he ends up, as everyone probably knows, he ends up doing a deal with Converse. And it's funny because even in the that episode, he says, you know, and it was the biggest regret of his life yeah, <laughs> at that time. Exactly. You know, again, but even with um, even with there Michael Jordan, even with Michael, well, even with Jordan, Jordan. 
Nike was not his first pick either. He wouldn't, yeah. he wanted to sign with Adidas, I believe. So, <laughs> so yeah. So it's really interesting to see. And again, I don't know how accurate. Or, I mean, some of the things are accurate. Yeah. Obviously, you know, Jerry Buss did own the team. Magic did play for them. Um, but it is interesting to see those things because you think about if Magic Johnson went back to school for another year, yeah, college. What yeah, where would he have landed? Would he? And there's and there's a scene with him where he's on the couch in a hotel, a nice swanky hotel with his dad, and says, "What if?" What if I totally crap out? What yeah. if I totally fall flat? What, what if, if I'm, I'm the tallest what if trash I'm man too, in Michigan? Yeah, yeah, what if I'm the tallest guard and I just can't hang? And yeah. he's like, well, he's and his dad was really cool. And he just says, look, I love you either way. Yeah, Whatever really you decide, nice it was, really, it was a really good was moment. <laughs> but it really is an interesting thing to think about if that didn't happen, not that conversation, but if he didn't play for the right. Lakers or was drafted by the Lakers, like... Would 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 have know. the NBA fallen apart? You know, I don't know. I mean, Wouldn't or what wild? what it would look like now, or who would who would they have taken, or where would he have played, and would it have been the same magic? But um, yeah, yeah, pun sorry. intended. <laughs> with Kareem and yeah. all that, that particular team was just like I said, particularly amazing. It yeah. was like such a an epic team. So, but um, you meet Kareem, obviously, mm-hmm. and you, you find out, you know, obviously, we know he's a Muslim and he's very yeah. militant and very quiet, and he's they call him Cap. He's a captain of the mm-hmm. team. And um, he's, you know, he, he, you find out more about him. And again, I don't know how accurate it is, sure. but it's definitely it's interesting. Um, it's in, it's yeah. interesting to find the other side of things, and not just the, not just the play, but the politics and the celebrity, and you know, making a difference. And you know, and Kareem was kind of that guy. You know, wanted to be a Muslim, he voluntarily mm-hmm. wanted to, you know, push that agenda in a sense, um, but also kind of still has to play the game at the same time, which I think he really hated to do, but yeah. he did. So, but um, any other closing thoughts on winning time, the rise of the Lakers dynasty? The longest worst titled best show ever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I it mean. It was really good. I yeah. really liked it. I would say, you know, even if you don't think you're going to be all sportsy, I would give it a chance. I mean, I'm not super into basketball, but right. I love a good yeah. story. I'm not a hardcore NBA. I mean, yeah. I, I appreciate the NBA. And, exactly. You know, but, uh, and, and like I said, I was certainly alive and uh, around and aware of this situation, what yeah. was happening, but to I didn't fair, know all the I would have probably missed this had you not suggested it. I would probably yeah. been like, yeah, oh, it's a boy show, it's sports, whatever. I probably right. would not have gone right. far but enough to know that it was yeah. like a story. Yeah, the, the backdrop is 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 basketball, but mm-hmm. it's not all about basketball. No, not it's, not, it's actually, there's so much more going there's on. Great all the politics, yeah. ownership, promotions, mm-hmm. front office, coaches. And they even, like in a future episode, introduce Pat Riley, who does become oh, the, yeah. the Adrian Brody plays him, which mm-hmm. is really oh, interesting. That's awesome. And originally, you know, and I don't know, again, how factually accurate it is. I assume it is. Like he ends up becoming like a, a guest announcer or a co-host with Chick Hearn, who was there, yeah. who was their main um, host for years, uh, which is weird, yeah. you know, and it, but it's funny. And there are things that happen and things they say about him that I won't, I won't say here, but, um, but it's, it is kind of interesting how that happens because there are, like I said, Jerry West does end up quitting. There's another coach that comes in from somewhere else with another assistant coach. And then something happens to that coach. And then um, Pat Riley becomes an assistant at that point. So it's, there's a lot yeah. of, a lot of interesting stuff. A lot stuff, of backstories. So. A lot of, a lot. Very, of, yeah. Cool. And again, I'd be, 
I don't know if I'm so intrigued to go back and see how much is fact and how much yeah. is fiction, but the way it's being weaved right now is definitely compelling and it's definitely, uh, it's definitely interesting. So that was really good. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. So, um, well that closes another episode of fresh new hell, common people discussing today's pop culture media. Again, my name is frost with my co-host Mary. And, um, as always, we drop new content every Monday, 7 AM mountain, or we're on Pacific time right now, technically. And, um, you know, follow us on your favorite podcast platforms and connect with us at freshnewhell.com. We would love to hear from you. Thank you for listening, and we will um, see you in the next one. Stay gold.